Welcome to episode one of the fiasco. I will get into all sorts of things. Things, stories behind history, behind the underlying things maybe you didn't know about history, maybe the things you did know, and maybe some of the hidden stories that you weren't aware of behind some of the most historical events and moments of our time, our parents' time, our great-grandparents' time, any time before us, or who knows, maybe after us. All those stories and all those things that just kind of are occurring, things that have occurred, and things that are just that are just bugging me. And there are... I'm actually recording around beautiful Lake Washington in outside of Seattle. Seattle, Washington. Duh, Lake Washington. And so here's some of the things. So today I'm going to talk about, I wanted to mention and talk about um, how people are treated. And I'm going to bring up my friend Sarah and Kaylee. Or her, her, the real way to pronounce her name is Cirrus. It's spelled C-E-R-Y-S. And it's actually pronounced Cirrus, and it's Welsh, which is interesting. It's Welsh, and it means love. So, and since there, since the topic is going to be how bigotry formed, and how, not how it formed, but how people are treated, and how everyone is equal, and everything, I'm going to tap on their life, and tap on their story, and how how I met them through my place of business and I became very good friends with them and I've learned their story and and found out their story and found out what they've gone through. So prepare for a little bit of enlightenment delving into their past and their story and their history. So this is it's a lot of this is gonna be about that. So so Sirius and Kaylee are gay and she, Cirrus has a twin. Her twin sister is Alyssa, and her older brother is Jake, and she and her mother is Emily. And so Cirrus is in a family of three, and she's in, I mean, I think technically if you think about it, or if she tells you, or if she gets into it, she's, she's older by maybe a couple seconds older than Alyssa by maybe a couple seconds but they are identical twins and it's pretty windy out here so sorry about that they are identical twins and they're so identical that they are clones of each other basically they look like clones now when they were younger they uh, Cirrus was way, raised in a family that accepted her, that appreciated her, and accepted her for who she who she was, and everything that she was, and every part of who she was. And when she came out to her parent, she came out to her mom. She just said, "Hey, mom, I'm gay," and her mom said, "Okay." Like I thought you were going to tell us, though, which was my reaction too when she told me was, "Okay." I thought you were going to tell me you cheated You cheated on a driver's test or something. Like, I thought you were going to tell me something that I should be concerned about. Like, something that matters to me. And it's not that, from Emily's point of view, which I understand, it's not that her, her daughter's life and her daughter's 
her daughter's sexual preference and her life doesn't have relevance or isn't isn't important. It's that it's it doesn't matter to her. And as Emmeline says, and if I have I have said, and I will tell anyone, your sexual preference is so irrelevant in life. It's the only thing that matters is someone loves you and you love someone else. What in whatever form that takes, and however form that comes to you, and that's the only thing that matters, and the only thing I care about as her friend, and the only thing her mother cared about, and her sister and her brother, the only thing they care about was that someone loves her, and that she loves someone, that she gets the affection in return, and she gives it the way you're supposed to give it to a spouse, to a significant other. It's the only concern of Stuart's family. And my only concern for her as a friend. And so she grew up with that. She grew up being accepted by everyone. She grew up... I mean, she was aware... She would always say that she was aware of... She was aware that... And she's not, but her, to use her term to illustrate the point a little bit more easily, I guess. She was aware that she was different. And she's like I said, she's not different. But she was aware that... Um, she was treated differently and that she because of her sexual preference to loving women she was more treated differently and she was behaved acted towards differently and that never concerned her that really wasn't a concern for her she accepted it she just says this is who I am this is who I'm going to be and this is who I want to be and this is what makes me happy. So, this is this is who I am. Deal with it. And when she was, and this is something that she can, she'll maybe make in the comments later. She can tell comment to anyone, or maybe she can tweet it. Um, and their Twitter is at Atomic Blondes. Atomic, Atomic Blondes, all one word. Um, their Twitter is at Atomic Blondes, B-A-T-O-M-I-C-B-L-O-N-D-Z-Z. And if you tweet to them, they'll respond, and they'll, they'll give you maybe a little bit more uh, certification or a little bit more verification on the exact age. But when she was, I'm going to say, when she was in her teens, like 15, 14, um she met the woman she'd marry. She met Kaylee. And Kaylee's life was very different. Kaylee was disrespected. Disrespected. Yeah, that's the wrong word. Kaylee was downright hated. Kaylee was... Her parents disowned her. Her parents hated her and, thrown her and threw her out. And her exact quote, which she doesn't repeat, but she says, I'm, I'm okay to just illustrate this to everyone else to help make my point what I'm going for and she's fine with with this um, what her mom actually said to her was we didn't raise no we didn't raise no gay child and Kaylee's response and this just shows how big of a person she really is inside Kaylee's response was you're right you didn't raise a gay child you raised a girl, a human being, a person. You raised a person to to love herself and to love someone else. You raised a person to 
to find whatever form that came in, you raise a person to to find love. You raise a person to find joy and love in someone. And that person is me. That person is gay. And this that that's who I am. That's essential to my being. That's as essential to my being as whether I laugh at some of um, one of her friends and their, their BFF now, um, her friend Michaela. Um, that's essential to her being as laughing at Michaela's jokes. So that's just, it's, and breathing every morning. It's, it's essential to her being. It's who she is. It, it defines who she is as a person. And she said to her parents, you know, if you can't accept that, you can't accept it a crucial, critical part of me. You can't accept who, what is essentially me. And you can't accept, you can't accept me, who I am. And if you can't accept that, I don't want to be around you. I don't need to be around someone who doesn't, who doesn't tolerate me, who doesn't accept me, doesn't accept who I essentially I am. I don't need to be around that. And she still is in therapy, but she went through years and years of therapy because you cannot imagine, I cannot imagine how hard it is for someone to grasp the concept or to even have a concept of she sees all these other people around her, every family, every, every person around her. She sees people being loved. She sees sons and daughters, and she sees people getting love from their parents and feeling compassion and feeling love from their parents. She sees that, and she doesn't get that, and she doesn't have that, and she feels heartbroken, and she feels like some part of her is missing, like a part of her youth and a part of her life and a part of when she was young is absent, is not missing, is not missing, is absent, is not there. And she feels like that was taken away from her. And it wasn't taken away from her by an outside source. It wasn't taken away from her by, no, through, well, kind of was taken, yeah, it was kind of taken away from her through no choice of her own. But it wasn't taken away from her from an outside source or forced upon her. It was taken away from her from the one, from, by the one people, one group of people who should love her and who should give her what she sees every son or daughter getting from the parents. She should have that. And she sees that and she said that was so destructive to her as a child. It's so destructive to her youth and to her mind and to her mindset. It was just so destructive that it was very it was very hard. She wasn't and she'll tell you this. She was never suicidal. She never felt that. Because she knew in her heart that everything that she sought, all the love and the love and emotion and the power in her heart that she saw and that she felt, she knew that she would see that. She knew that she would get that. And she knew in her heart there was someone for her. And she knew that someday 
that girl was out there, and she would find that girl, and she would find the woman that would defend her, and that she could defend, and that she could love unconditionally, the way a sibling or, or a parent should, and it's just, it's so sad, and I feel so sad for her, that she never had that, that she had so much so much loss and so much absence from her from her youth from her from her life she had so much that she couldn't get so much of her young life was taken from her by her parents who are who were supposed to love her and who are supposed to unconditionally support her and be by her side and and just love her and she there are so many ways, and I've told her this, there are so many ways that, that she could have handled that, that she could, she can handle that. There's so many ways that she could, that she could take that and internalize that, which she did. And like I said, which is why she's still in therapy now and why she has been as, as long as she can remember. And the, it just it's just so sad and it's so upsetting not just on on equality we treat every we we have to treat everyone equal because everyone on this planet is equal not just on that level but it's so sad because fundamentally every parent should love their child every parent should unconditionally love and support their child whether their child loves a man, loves a woman, loves a man and a woman, loves it does, loves a bunny rabbit for all I care. It doesn't... Every parent should support their child. That's just the way things have to go. That's just the way things are. Because everyone, like I said, everyone on this planet is equal. That's just... That's, that's the way life is. That's the way it is. And the fact that I'm just astonished that such bigotry and such negativity exists that there's someone that there's some people in this world that can hate someone for something so simple as that and i don't want to devalue the the uh, i don't want to devalue lgbt rights at all because that's, that's not my intention i i don't want that but People should, people should understand the effect that everybody, or the truth that every single person is equal. And people should not have to fight for rights. People should not, uh, lesbians, gay, bi, transgender, everyone, they should not have to fight for rights because they are equal. It's a fact of God, it's a fact of law, it's a fact of life. That's just the way things are. You are equal, and every one of you is equal. That's the basis. That's how things work. That's how life is. And just, just you shouldn't have to fight for it because that's the that's the way it is. That's what you get by being a human being. You get equality, and the fact that you have to fight for those rights means someone in this world, someone else in this world, said. That just because you love a woman, just because you're a woman who loves a woman, a man who loves a man, a man who loves a woman, a woman who loves a man, whatever, transgender, whatever, just because you're that doesn't mean 
that you have the right to be treated the same. And that's garbage. It just is. There's there's nothing in this there's nothing in this life and nothing in this world that that says anything different than that. People I mean I wish I could tell people that everyone on this planet, everyone is equal. That's just the way it is. Accept it and that's the way it is and move on. And people and like I said, I'm astonished and ashamed that such bigotry and such hatred exists in the world for something so simple as that. And they I'm just I'm just amazed that Sirius doesn't have to do it so much because like I said, she grew up in an accepting family. In a loving, open and accepting family. And Everyone accepted her regardless of who she was because she was like, um, I'm going to quote Emmeline here. Emmeline's famous quote is, you say you're a lesbian. She told her daughter, she was talking to, to Cirrus when she said this. She said, you say lesbian, you say gay, you say this, you say that. And her mother, her mother always had this, 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 this carefree attitude. Her mother was always, I got a better title, daughter. I'm going to let that sit for a second. Emmeline's exact quote to her daughter was, you say lesbian, you say gay, you say you're this, this, all this, all these labels. I have a better label for you, daughter. And her mother, in her core, and in her soul, her mother and her family honestly believe that. Her mother takes to, takes to heart that there's that Cirrus is her daughter is much more important, much more important than Cirrus being gay. Doesn't matter to her. Alyssa's Alyssa's the same way. I mean, Alyssa's Alyssa's much closer, I guess, in the same respect that her identical twin sister is gay and she's straight. So I guess in that case, it's a little bit closer in that respect. But Alyssa has Alyssa doesn't care. Alyssa has never... Alyssa's quote was... I mean, I just quoted her mother. I'm going to quote her sister, too. Alyssa's quote is that... I look at you... And I don't see someone... I don't see a lesbian. I don't see someone who loves a woman. I don't see that. I see my sister. I see someone who I love... Like a sibling should love you. And... I see someone who teaches me things and matters to me in the world that only the way only a sibling can. I see my sister and I see someone who who I love like a sibling who is one. And Alyssa has repeatedly said she is so honored and so valued. She is so honored and so touched to be uh, Cirrus's sister. So amazed by her, and very little of that has to do with with the fact that Cirrus stands up for her wife. Very little of that has to do with the fact that Cirrus is gay. She's just so proud of her sister for what her sister has accomplished in her life, and by being a human being. And Alyssa would go to the, Alyssa has said she would go to the mat for her any day of the year, any day. 
and her mother would do the same, and her brother, her brother would do the same for her, for for his sister anyway, any day, no matter what, and that's, and that's you know from Kaylee's point of view, that's the kind of love that Kaylee has sought for her entire life and searched for, and when she was younger, again. If we tweet them, they'll tweet the response back. They'll tell you what their actual ages was, or they'll know this. Um, when she, she she was younger, she moved in with Cirrus and her Cirrus's family. Um, what led up to that was after Kaylee came out to her her folks, uh, she said, "Mom, I'm gay. Mom and Dad, I'm gay. This is my girlfriend." And her parents threw her out. Basically, took legal all the legal precautions her parents took to disown her, to separate from her. And you have no concept, and no one has any concept of how seriously that hurtful that is and how seriously damaging that is to someone. And the fact that Kaylee has risen beyond that and risen up to be the person she is, she, in a couple weeks, on June 2nd, she is about to be a mother. She's pregnant. And she's due on June 2nd. She's about to be a mother. The level of which Kaylee has risen to and what she's grown to speaks wonders about her character and who she is as a person. Um, Cirrus has joked several times that they have a rock-hard relationship because, and I agree with them, they do. They have one of the best relationships I've ever seen. Hands down. Um... Sirius has said, there are times where she has thought that Kaylee is stronger than she is. Where Kaylee has more mental fortitude and mental strength than she does. And sometimes Kaylee, Kaylee has said, you know, no, you do, honey. And Sirius's point is that her wife has risen beyond all this. Everything that forces to keep her down and repeatedly said, I will not be kept down. I will rise above this. I will be better than what I thought I could be, what you thought I could be. I will be better than that just because you told me I couldn't. Just because you didn't want me, I'm going to make, I'm going to show you a version of me. I'm going to show you a me that's going to make you sad that you ever said what you said. That's going to make you feel like crap. It's going to make you feel horrible. And I'm going to make you... I'm going to make you embarrassed that you ever did this to me. And I'm going to show you. Say, here, this is me now. This is who I am now and what I became. And I'm going to... I'm going to show you. And I'm going to show the world. That I did and I became better. Than I thought I could be. Than you thought I could be. Because you put me down. Because you pushed me away. I'm going to, I'm going to one-up you. And she's, and that's, that's her motivation. That's her strength is to see, is to prove to the people who told her, doubted her, prove to the people who pushed her away and did her wrong that she is better than that. And that, that see, I did all this because you thought I couldn't, because I'm, because you've made, because you ridiculed me, because this, because that. And like I said, she's, she's an incredible woman. She's an amazing, incredible woman. And everyone, everyone should get to know her if you can. You should, you should tweet her and 
you should tweet them. Actually, if you, if you tweet them at that 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 Twitter I gave you earlier, um, one one or both of them will respond. Probably both. Probably, if I think about it correctly, probably Sirius will respond first, and then um, she'll show it to Kaylee, and Kaylee will respond. But what you should just you should, you should just reach out to them and say, "Hey, I heard on on the podcast this podcast," and I'll you'll see what the podcast title is. It's gonna be I'm gonna call it the Unc D Fiasco. Um, Unc D. UNC, like as in the first three letters of Uncle, and then D is in my first initial, the, the first initial of my first name, which is Dan. Um, so you can tell them that that's you heard their story and you heard this on this podcast. Um, so, and they'll they'll tell you, hey, I was this age when I moved in with them, and and this is you know we went to the prom together. By the way, that story when she. When they went to the prom together, Sirius asked Kaylee to the prom, and Kaylee said she was crying. Um, not that she was amazed that she was asked, but she didn't think at that point she she Kaylee had said that she felt that she was in love with her, and she couldn't think that someone one could love her as much as Sirius did, and that someone would actually ask her to prom. And then that was after she had moved in. She had moved in with Sirius's family, and she felt she had said when she moved in with Sirius's family that she got from love. She got from Sirius's family what she should have gotten from her own. All the love and the caring and the respect she should have gotten from her own family that she didn't get. She finally got from Sirius's family, and. She felt like she belonged. Now, I'm going to skip over a lot when I say this, so unfortunately, I apologize. So, I'm not unfortunately. You're going to hear. So, someone was singing in the background there. <laughs> Sorry. So, she she has risen through a lot and survived a lot. And she has, like I said, she still goes to therapy. She still is in therapy. And she still endures a lot. But... She will tell you and she will say that she would rather she would rather go through what she's going through now. She would rather fight through what she's fighting through now than have life at a worse scenario and a worse situation than what it could have been. And she'd rather fight it out and prove her her mettle, prove her worth to herself and to the people who doubt her. She'd rather be herself now. Like I said, plus she's about to be she's about to be a mom. Actually, the appropriate terminology as Sirius is going to point out, the appropriate terminology, she's about to be a mama. Um, when Kaylee goes into labor and Kaylee gives birth on June 2nd, or at least that's when they're planning for it. I know you can't really nail it down, but that's, that's when I've been told, and that's when they're planning for it. Um, so, she she's going to be a mom now. She's going to be a mama. Kaylee is going to be mama. She's, she's stunned. She's completely stunned. She says, I'm going to be someone's mama. I'm going to show my daughter the love that I should have gotten. I'm going to show my daughter 
the love and support that I should have had. That 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 my I'm going to show my daughter the love that my wife had. That that my wife that I'm going to give her everything. And I'm going to show her the world and give her the world because she's mine. She's my daughter. And I want to be the parent that I didn't have. So she's going to be an amazing mom. I, I know that. And Cyrus is mommy. Um, like I said, Kaylee is mama. Cyrus is mommy. Um, Cyrus, Cyrus is twin. Alyssa is aunta. Or A-U-Ant, and then A, because A is her first initial. So A-U-N-T-A, and then her her brother, Jake, is either Uncle J or Uncle J, because um, Jake is first initial. Her Cyrus's mom is Nana, that's going to be Nana, and we don't know... That we don't know what Kaylee's side of the family is because Kaylee doesn't have contact with her family. She doesn't talk to her family. Now they they had re- they have received an email, as Cirrus has said. They have received um, Cirrus received an email from Kaylee's father, her birth father. Uh, he received no her 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 father's still alive. Unfortunately, her mother... I don't want to say unfortunately. Well, I say unfortunately all the time when someone's mother passes away. I always say unfortunately because that's just automatic. Um, that automatically comes out. But her her mother passed away. Um, her mother died a couple years ago? Two years ago? Three years ago? Her mother passed away in a car accident. Um, and her mother took to the grave. As far as I'm aware. Her mother took to the grave her hatred for her daughter. Her mother took that to the grave. And how can anyone... I, I'm sorry, I'm just, I, I can't imagine the fact that how anyone could feel that for offspring. It's just it's an unfathomable and incomprehensible to me. I don't get it. And her dad is still alive. Uh, her dad is remarried. And then... And now her dad... And her dad's new wife have another, have another child. So technically, if Kaylee spoke to her parents at all, or spoke to her family at all, technically, Kaylee has a stepsister. Technically. But when she was much, much younger, Kaylee got emancipated from her parents. Um, now you can look up online what emancipation means. It's a legal, it's kind of like a legal divorce from your parents. So Kaylee got legally divorced from her parents. So basically, basically cuts off all ties to her parents. I know that's sever- that's, that's paraphrasing it quite a bit, but she cut off all ties to her parents. And her parents have no legal, she chooses it, chooses that to extend to moral. Or, or physical, or any, or or metaphysical, or personal, or whatever. She has no ties whatsoever to her parents. None at all. No legal, no legal ties. None. Uh, but so technically, 
she has a stepsister. Genetically, she has a stepsister. Actually, that's appropriate term. Genetically, she has a stepsister. The, the stepsister is, I want to say, three or four. So, yeah, her stepsister is about three or four. And they haven't met. Her dad wants to come to Seattle and meet and meet his daughter again, introduce them. And Kaylee's not sure she wants to. And Kaylee's not sure that it's relevant or has or has any meaning at all. Because honestly, and I understand what she's thinking. Honestly, it doesn't. And I think by this point in her life, it doesn't have any meaning to her. Now. I'll leave that up for debate. Should she... Should she... See her dad? Should she... Should she... Meet her stepsister? I don't know. I don't know that, that that's... That's 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 not in my place to say. That's not in anyone's place to say. But... The, the end all and be all of everything is... I don't understand, and I don't get how parents could behave this way towards a child, and how that's how they could treat a child so negatively and so mistrustfully and so hurtfully. You just, you you can't behave that way towards someone. You just can't. It's just not right. So uh, if you want to, so I can't tell you. I can't tell you what what their maiden names were um, because I don't know Kaylee's maiden name. I know the name she uses. The name she uses is her stepfather's name. Stepfather. The name she uses is I meant I didn't say stepfather. I meant to say she doesn't have a stepfather. Slip of the tongue there. I meant to say. She uses the name of her uncle's, her dad's, no, her mother's, her mother's brother? She uses her mother's brother, his last name, um, and he was accepting of her. Her mother's brother was very accepting of her. Um, so she, Kaylee uses her, her uncle's last name, and that's the that's the name they use. That's their married name. Um, Cyrus has a maiden name. It was, like, it's the name she grew up with. That's her name. Her maiden name. Um, but she uses her wife's the name that her wife got from her uncle. So, yeah, if you, if you, if you want to give them a shout-out, shout them out on, uh, at A-T-O-M-I-C-B-L-O-N-D-Z-Z on Twitter. Uh, They'll shout you back, give you an answer to whatever question you may have. And just, they don't want to be doted on. They don't want to be treated like celebrities. They don't want to be treated like gods or anything like that. They just want to be treated equally. Like everyone else, like you treat any other friend or anyone else in the world. Just treat them the same. Don't like make them go viral or don't pop them up. That's not what they want. They just want to live in the world like normal human beings. And 
and I hope I hope they it always stays that way, and they always get that. But and I hope that everyone understands that everyone is to be treated equal, because everyone on this planet is equal. Everyone is. So thank you all. This is gonna be episode one. So thank you all. Thank you.